Welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. Good morning. It's September 26, 2020. And today we have a topic of who is Satan? It's an age old question, and we're just going to dig in and find out where he came from, what he did, who he is. And we got some scripture that I'll share, and then we'll be about it and move on. But let's open with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this podcast and those who receive from it, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, Lord. We thank you for your guidance, your love, and your peace. We thank you for sacrificing your son, Jesus, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Lord, go with us through this podcast. Impart the Holy Spirit and let us move forward. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So the scriptures that I have for you today are Isaiah 14, 12 through 15, um, John 10 and 10, and finally Ephesians 2 and 2. <clears throat> There's a lot more scripture on who Satan is and what he does, but we'll just read these scriptures and then we'll get right into it. Isaiah 14, 12 through 15. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? Verse 13. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mountain, upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Verse 14, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Verse 15, Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. And then if we look at John chapter 10, verse 10, it says, The thief cometh not, but to, for to steal, and to kill, and destroy. And we pause right there. There's more in that, but that's where we're going to pause. And then if you flip over to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, it says, Wherein time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of, of disobedience. And I had one more scripture also. Um, it's Revelation twenty ten. And it says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night, forever and ever. So, there's four questions that I want to ask here, and they're age-old questions about Satan. The first is, who is Satan? The second is, what does he do? Third, where did he come from? And fourth, what is his future? Now we're going to answer those in chronological order, the number that we just passed, and they may not be the way we see them thought out, but this is the way that they came to me. So, who is Satan? Well, to answer that first question, Satan in the Bible was originally Lucifer, an archangel. He was one of the sons of God, one of the angels who was with God. He was a leader 
in heaven and serve God and praise. So he worshiped God and praised God. He lifted God up. He was said to be the minister of music before he fell. So that's just some background information. Satan was there with God, amongst the other angels and with God. He served. He worshipped. He was called the minister of music, some say. And he was beautiful. He was a light. God trusted him. So, at that point, Satan was just one of the angels doing his work in heaven. But there'll, there'll become a time of change that Satan and one-third of the angels mess up. So, what does he do? Well, Satan was kicked out of heaven because he wanted to be supreme and powerful, just like God. And in that scripture in Isaiah, it talks about wanting to be like the Most High. So this is where his pride crept in and he got big headed and evil led him to go against God and banish, be banished from heaven. That's where free will crept in for Satan because God allowed free will to go forth and Satan wanted to be like God, wanted to be powerful. He wanted to be better than God. We'll just put that there. And he couldn't. So... Satan was trying to do what Satan wanted to do instead of what God had laid out for him to do in his position in heaven. So Satan and one-third of the angels turned on God, couldn't be trusted anymore, and were kicked out of heaven, so to speak. They were thrown to the pit. And it says that in um, verse 15, he said, Yet shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. And that pit is what we call hell. And that's where Satan lived and was engaged, but Satan doesn't stay in hell. He moves around. His spirit is here on this earth, and we see it working daily. And especially now in the things that are going on in the world, it's ramping up. Satan is described as a roaring lion who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. It talks about that in John 10.10. 10. Satan's job is to oppose Christ, oppose God, oppose the Holy Spirit, He's anti. So that's where that antichrist term comes from because Satan is not of God anymore. He, when he chose to do his own will instead of God's will, he became an enemy to God and an accuser of God. And his pride let him go forth and do that. Pride isn't a good thing. Um, God speaks in the Bible of pride as being haughty, puffed up, and wanting to do your own thing. That's what Satan wanted to do. He wanted to be like God, but he wanted to overtake God. So we have to look at that and see. He causes problems and issues in the life of non-believers as well as in believers. Um, and we give him that, that little space sometimes, that little crevice where he can creep in. And he knows that we're on the, the wrong side of what we're supposed to be on. And that's when he creeps in and takes over and wants to do his will instead of God's will. So his job is to, to deceive. His job is to accuse. His job is to throw you off course in what God wants you to do in your life. Satan was given power on earth by God. This made him the prince of the power of the air. And it says that in, um, in the verse that was uh, Ephesians 
two and two and it just him having power of any kind just makes me sick so sorry i'm struggling right now um i'm fighting through this he's the prince of the air so the airwaves that are going on here and if he really did involve himself in music he's using the music here some say to pull people in to what he wants them to do you listen to some of the beats of music and it has that slow rhythmic growling death defying type thing and if you think about it that's how satan might feel but don't think of satan as just a dragon he comes as a wolf in sheep's clothing he can look just like you and me he can jump in the spirits of others we, we saw that throughout the bible where the the legion was of satan and evil and demonic powers that had to be called out by jesus and had to be called out it had to be called out so god may have allowed it but he still has all power in heaven and in earth god can override him at any point god has the key jesus has the key the holy spirit has the key satan has an issue with god and with jesus and the holy spirit because he's not as powerful as them he only has the little power that they've allowed him to have if we believe in god's trinity it means satan has a problem with each believer also so yeah if you're a believer in christ he has a problem with you that's why he picks on you. That's why he knows when to poke at you, when to prod at you, when to come at you. So you have to put on the full armor of God and be ready at all times and be on guard. So when we let our guard down, that's when he wants to slip in that crack in that crevice. So just keep that in mind. Um, the other question was, where did he come from? Well, just like us, Satan was a created being among God's collection. He was an angel. So God created him. He wanted to be better than God, and it cost him. It, he had to pay a price, just like Jesus paid the price for all of our sins that he didn't do. Um, in Genesis, he was saw as a serpent or the adder who deceived Adam and Eve, and it's not really taken that far to say that it is him in that account in Genesis, but literally speaking, the way that Satan is described throughout the Bible, one would say that's who it was. Um and the deceiving nature of how he told Eve to do this and she followed, that definitely shows a sign that Satan was there and that evil antichrist spirit. The Bible doesn't tell us where he came from, but one thing is sure. God created him and made him for good. So God says in Genesis that he makes all things for good and the things that he made were good and they went forth. So Satan was made for good as he was Lucifer. Um, he chose to go and be bad. He got the big head, and he chose to be evil. He chose his own will over God's will, and it put him in a place where, hey, he was out of line with God. He was out of order, and he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And to this day, he's still doing that. He's still trying to defy God because he wants to be better than God, but he never will be. Hallelujah. He never will be. And this fourth question, whew, this is something that dawned on me and was imparted on me by the Holy Spirit. What is Satan's future? What is his future? Well, the Bible tells about it. And that verse that I read to you from Revelation 20 and 10, I'll read it again. It says, and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever.
Whew. That's a handful, and it's the best news that we could ever have. That lets you know that he will never reign in your life. As a believer, he will never reign. Never. So Satan's future is already laid out in that book of Revelation. It tells that Satan will be cast or thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone. So hell right there tells you hell's not the final place. It's not the final resting place. This will be his final resting place, the lake of fire and brimstone. He knows it just like we do. There with him will be the beast and the false prophet and the antichrist system. Hallelujah. Send them there, God. We can't wait. Torment will be theirs daily and nightly, daily, every day, forever and ever. Also, there will be those who choose not to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior of their life. So, we have to tell the unbelieving what this final destination is and where they don't want to go if they want to be with Jesus and not separated from the love of God. Again, tell them to read Romans eight twenty-eight through 38. That is something that will let them know that God doesn't want them to suffer and be alone and be separated from him. Um, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Can't get to the Father but by him. So just choose Jesus now and make him your savior and salvation. Accept it. It's free. It's a free gift. Um, those people that don't accept him, sad to say, as much as God wants them with him, will be cast into the lake of fire also. This um, is where Satan wants them. Satan wants all of us with him, just like God wants us with him. But we have to choose God, Jesus Christ, over Satan. Do it today, while you have time. Satan doesn't want to be alone, because he knows his future is supposed to be alone. Because God didn't create us for that. God didn't even create him for that. He wanted him with him, but he chose to do opposite. When you do opposite, delayed obedience is disobedience. So, we have to know that. Let Satan be alone. Choose Christ today. Choose Christ today. He wants you. He wants it all. He wants you to pour him into you. He wants you to open your heart. He wants you to love him. He wants you to be kind and of a good nature and have the fruits of the Spirit. In Matthew 6, 33, says, Seek ye the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and these things shall be added unto you. So seek him, find him, believe on him, act upon him, take Christ's holy word, scriptures, and deeds, and add them to your life. Just pray to him right now. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner, and I know I am. Lord, I need you. I want you. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Make me a new creation in you. Make me whole. Because everybody in the Bible that Jesus touched, he told them, you're whole go he told him you're whole now go and that's go to serve that's go to tell somebody else about the gospel of jesus christ line up with the word he's waiting on you he wants it all he wants you satan chose to be who he is and that's just a little portion of who he is and where he's from and what he did and what his future is i could have went deeper but i don't want to take up somebody's whole hour but that should impart in you to get in that word and read. It talks about the second death in that book of Revelation, chapter 20, verses 10 through 15. Read it. It's that at the beginning of Revelation, it says those that hear this word and do will be blessed. You'll be rewarded.
So you got to hear, do, and be blessed. God loves you. I thank him for this time. And I, and I thank you for you listening. Choose Christ today. Don't choose Satan. That could be your one fault that keeps you out of heaven. You want your name written in the Lamb's book of life. You don't want to be in the fiery pit and the brimstone and fire of the lake of fire and thrown in there with hell and Satan and the beast and the false prophet and the antichrist system. You don't want that. God don't want it. He wants you to be better and be with him. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time spent. Lord, we thank you for each and every person that heard this, that will hear this, that will share this. Lord, blessed be the name of Jesus. Lord, just be with us now and forevermore. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we lift you up and magnify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. Come and listen with us again next week as we talk about something new. Maybe we come back to this. I don't know. Whatever God lays on the heart to share. We just thank you. We bless you. And have a good day and a good week. God bless.